Hello there, my name is Brad, and we are Grace Teaching today. Remember to join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries over on Facebook, if you're there, on social media. Living by faith. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome here. Remember, you're the most important person here, because without you, we cannot teach, and we learn so we can teach. We teach so we can learn. Are you in the faith? The Apostle Paul writes, our key verse here, we're going to start out with 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. He says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Have you ever taken a test? Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about examine yourselves what that word examine actually means. And he's going to talk about Christ Jesus is in you. So there's a few things there. First of all, the word, the Greek word for examine is exetezo. And its meaning is to consider, you know, consider the fact that Jesus Christ is living in you. Pry. What do you think about when you think about pry? It's like prying open a treasure box. Right? Or a treasure chest. You pry it open to get inside to see the treasure. Question. Sometimes it's good to go to the Holy Spirit and question. This is a mystery. Paul is writing about a mystery here. When he says, do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? So to examine ourselves, to question the Holy Spirit is, is perfectly normal. Think about it. Think about the fact that Christ is living in you and me, and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Now, that's a great thought, isn't it? That's a great thing to think about. There's going to be a million things that we can think about today that are going to bombard our thought life. But think about this right here. Think about the fact that Christ is in you. Investigate it. Investigate this. And so that's what its meaning is. That's what the meaning of examine actually is. So it's okay to do all of those things. To receive this revelation of Christ living in us. And why is he in there? So there's a few things there to look at. We took to look at examine. First of all, we want to examine ourselves. The Apostle Paul is saying to the Corinthian church here, and this applies to us because anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Okay, and then he says, see whether you are in the faith. The word faith, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in detail, but faith is belief. Test yourselves. Okay, and then he goes on to say, unless, of course, you fail the test. You know, one thing I noticed about tests is when you're taking a test, the teacher is always quiet in the room. But the teacher is always in the room, right? But the teacher is always quiet. Sometimes we go through this, these testing and trials with the Lord and, uh, you know, we're tested. He's always there, though. Okay, this is to examine ourselves, to see whether or not, see, 
When Paul says, examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith, test yourselves, do you not realize that Christ Jesus is living in you? This is, uh, the part of speech is verb, it's something active. It's, it's an action word. So the word examine means something that we have to do. It's something we actively do. We actively pry, consider, question, think about, and investigate Christ living in us. That's something we do. I was a lot like Doubting Thomas. I always needed proof, so I was always going to the Holy Spirit and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal Christ Jesus in me. You know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted this mystery to be revealed in me. And then when I got, received the revelation from the Holy Spirit, because I did question the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and the Holy Spirit brought this revelation of Christ living in me, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 says, This mystery has been hidden for centuries and generations, but now is being revealed to those God has chosen to reveal it to. And so here, here the revelation of Christ in me appears, and all of a sudden I'm like, well, well wait a minute. Christ is living in me. He sees everything I do. He knows everything. Oh, my gosh. Everything? Everything. That's why it's important for the Holy Spirit to teach us why he lives in us. Why does he live in us? Because he loves us unconditionally. Nobody else in this world can do that. That's why he lives in us, folks to love us unconditionally, to meet that spiritual need for unconditional love that we all have. So if you're in Christ, good news is that life is in you. So doubting Thomas, he didn't believe unless there was proof. You know, that's kind of like, a, that, that was the way I was. Well, I need proof that Christ is living in me. You see, I'm one of those Doubting Thomases, and I needed proof of this. You might not be like Doubting Thomas. You might be one of the ones Jesus was referring to when he says, You've had to see to believe, but blessed are those who have never seen and yet still believe. You might be one of them. But I've always been weak. I've always struggled. Listen, go in front of the mirror and tell that person in the mirror all your problems. Now, if that person in the mirror replies, I have so many things to do. I have to go do this thing and I have to investigate it and I have to research it. Then that person just might be religious. Because when you step in front of a mirror... The first thing we should do as believers in Christ is examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is living in you? Christ, this is your problem. All of these problems that are in my life are yours. You're my life. Thank you for taking care of all of this. I choose to rest in you. You know, many in the body of Christ will at some point in time believe that they uh, lose their salvation. Did you know that? Anyone in Christ is a new creature, though. You know, it's like the butterfly. God gives us the physical pictures to teach us about spiritual truth. Can a butterfly ever go back to being a caterpillar, even if it lands on something like, oh, say, mud? Or even worse than that, dung? 
No, of course not. Even if that butterfly crawls in the mud, it's still going to be a beautiful new creature. And so are you in Christ. Of course we know that's a lie. If you think you can lose your salvation, you cannot out the grace of God. Why? Because Jesus took away all of our sins. Every single one of them. And in Christ, nothing separates us from the love of God. Because we are in Christ Jesus. You can never out the grace of God. I wanted to repeat that. Therefore, you can never lose your salvation. Once in Christ, always in Christ. The word saved actually in the Greek language is sozo. Sod, zo. The short definition is save or heal. Another definition is salvation, to make well or heal, restore to health. You see, before Christ, folks, we were spiritually dead in need of life. You see, that's how we were. Re that's how God healed us and restored us to health. The word sozo is the Greek word for salvation, yet its root meaning goes beyond just the forgiveness of sins. According to Strong's Concordance, sozo also carries the idea of being physically healed of diseases and to be delivered from your enemy. Okay. Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 says, don't be controlled by the love by love for money, but be happy with what you have. God has said, I will never leave you, I will never desert you. So instead of being controlled by the love for money, be happy with what you have. What do you have? Christ in you, who will never leave you, never forsake you. Now, that's great assurance. That's our assurance right there. Everything's going to be all right. The Greek word for assurance, the meaning of assurance in the Greek language, it actually means full assurance or confidence. Everything's going to be all right. Here's a few facts for you. Before Christ, we were dead in sin. Satan told us, if I had that thing, person, drug, job, or money, or whatever, then everything would be okay. What happens when we got those things? We were not okay still, right? Fact number two, Satan is and always has been the great counterfeiter and God of the external. He's better known as the author of lies. Okay. Here's an important fact. Making more or having more money will not assure us everything will be okay for our future. I'm sorry, it just won't. Knowing God will never leave us and says all things are now ready gives us a sense of assurance of salvation. That is our eternal security. Jesus saves us completely. How does he do this? The writer of Hebrews in chapter 7, verse 24 and 25 says, But because Jesus lives forever, there you go. It's because Jesus lives forever and we are in him, that's how he saves us completely, forever. You see that? Satan has been trying to get the body of Christ to try to accomplish what Jesus Christ already accomplished. The problem with that 
is found in Galatians 5.4. If you're trying to make yourselves right with God through the law, you have separated yourself from Christ and you have fallen from grace. That means your self-reliance now. You're no longer living through faith. And you're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, but you don't experience the grace of God. All because you go back to trying to get forgiven and right with God. You know, the enemy is, is so, so cunning that he can actually make you think that's your thought and your desire. If I just ask for forgiveness, I can be right with God again. After all, my pastor says that whoever, you know, he throws out 1 John 1, 9. He says, whoever confesses their sins, God is just to cleanse us from all of our sins and to forgive us of all of our unrighteousness. You see, the problem is there. We start without faith. It's impossible to please God. And so once saved, always saved. In Christ, we are right with God, and those who are right with God will live by faith in that. So instead of pleading for forgiveness, we're thanking God that he took all of our sins and placed them on his son, Jesus. And in Christ, we are right with God, and nothing can ever separate us from the love of God now because we are in Christ Jesus. See, the world doesn't have assurance because of their sin. They're dead in sin. They don't have that gift that we have. See, when we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, we have that assurance that everything's going to be okay. Jesus said this, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. That's the problem. Jesus was sitting at the table with the disciples and they asked him the question. They said, so Jesus, what works does the Father want us to do? And Jesus looked at them and says, the works that you are to do from the Father is, are to believe in the one that he sent. In closing, the language of faith is, thank you. This has been living by faith. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is living in you? Consider Jesus Christ living in you today. Pry. Open that treasure chest and see the treasure of Christ living in you. Question the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the revelation of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Think about him throughout the day and not your problems. Investigate it. God bless.